I'm Lou Conran. And I am Sally Ann Hayward. We're a pair of comedians who've been known to enjoy an alcoholic beverage or ten over the years, sometimes separately, sometimes together. But it's occurred to us that we know nothing about the drinks that we love to quaff, and that unbelievably, there will be some types of liquor out there that we are not acquainted with. And as we hate missing out, we thought we'd invite some celebrity pals to recommend their go-to tipple and drink along with us while we make them dish the most embarrassing booze-related tales. And then we give our honest verdict if we are going to spit or swallow. So if it's gross, we drank it so you don't have to. And it's definitely not just an excuse to open up the drinks cabinet on a Monday night. Heaven forbid. Hey there, Louise. Oh, that's very assertive, Sally. Yeah. Hello, Sally Ann, and with an E. And hyphenated. Hey, Ward, oh, oh, H-A-Y-W-A-R-D, yes, not W-O-D. Yes, yes, yes. We chatted to Scotland's, how do you describe him? Finest. Yeah, finest. Worst drink-bringing person. I mean, just, I mean, I knew already. I mean, there's tales of the lengths we had to go to to get the drink. And it wasn't I, like fancy, beautiful off licenses, was it? No, no, no. Oh no! It was literally begging somebody on the street to, yeah, literally their drink. I think it would have been easier for us to go to a petrol station and fill up a can with the shite that he made us drink that day. It was the petrol would have tasted better, honestly, and it and was quite angelic, an expensive one. I know, angelic face and that gut rot that he made oh, us drink i know and that's larry dean for you though he's yeah. he's comes across all angelic and then he, he gets you and it's like Robbie. you're a bastard yeah <laughs> oh my god sally i'm very excited because you know our guest that's sort of staring at us through the zoom camera uh, he will be my husband one day do you know what though i, th- I think the drink of choice that he's brought to the party to the sos bar yeah. has made his eyes that blue it's not a blue drink i just think there's a reaction to it that's all right should we should we should we yeah. involve him in this conversation no now? i just want to stare at him a little bit more it's my little larry dean isn't it hello larry, larry dean. dean hello hello how are you larry i'm good thanks mate how are you i'm all right what's been happening in the larry land uh, just organising myself and Lou's wedding, apparently. <gasps> Great days. Um, are you wearing the do. dress or am I? I'll wear it here now. I can, I've got the hips for it, honey. Mm-mm. And will you have on your tables for the guests, will you have this drink that you have brought to the bar, Larry no. and Lou? No. no. You know what? You know what? I actually thought I've not drank that uh, this drink until since probably the past 10 years. But it's oh. very, it's a very Glasgow drink, and mm. I thought it would be nice to share some of my culture with you. What? Um, why don't you tell us what the drink? I mean, we know already, but for the people listening, tell us what the drink is. Uh, I'll say it in Glaswegian, and then I'll say it in English uh, for your English listeners out there. Thank you. Thank uh, you. It's a bottle of bucky, uh, <laughs> and for the English people, a bottle of Buckfast tonic wine. Oh, which I have to say, Larry, um, when you told me uh, that you were going to bring this to the party, I have very vivid memories of throwing my ring piece up on this stuff once going out with a boyfriend in Ireland. But also the difficulty with this drink was trying to find it 
in Angleterre because we have driven the length and breadth of, well, down the road, really, because we're in lockdown, to try and find this. And I tell you... It should be available readily here because, as as we know, it is made by the Benedictine monks at Buckfast Abbey, Devon, England. As well. yeah, I found that just... strange about it because I was a bit yeah. like, it's weird for a Scottish, it's such a Scottish drink, but it's not made in Scotland. Maybe the, De- uh, the Devon people just went, nah, we'll stick to the cider and we'll sell that to people who are desperate. Yeah. That's think, what happened. Do you think it's some sort of money laundering thing though? Because oh. Benedictine monks, they that this booze does not strike me as something that the Benedictine monks would perhaps... Uh, well, I don't know. I've not tried it yet. I'm going to crack it open. Yeah. It's I'm been gonna, a long time I'm going to smell it. it. I've cracked it, it open, but I haven't smelt it yet. Bearing in mind, oh. I've never tried this, Larry, ever. Okay. I know you two Neat. have. I haven't. Haven't, I haven't had any so far oh either. I, I it doesn't smell so bad. To- Neither of us knew what glass to have it in. Do you have it in a wine glass or a tumbler? No, you have it. You have it in just bottle. a bottle. <laughs> yeah, out of the bottle. I've brought like a camping cup. I've brought a, just a tumbler. I brought a little sherry glass and a wine glass. He's gone in. He's gone in. Cheers, cheers, cheers. cheers. There's no. Oh, and I brought a straw to stick in the bottle as well. Ooh. I did that. Okay, I'm, I'm going to pour in. it in a glass. Uh, it does smell like TC, uh, not TCP, some sort of cough medical. medicine. Mm. Well. Yeah, I always thought it was like, uh, it's felt like, a, it's tastes like a mixture between red wine and cowpaw. Oh my God. I was so hopeful that what was going to happen is you drank a bit of it and both your accents would change to, oh, fuck, this is brilliant, <laughs> man. Right, okay. I'm going to speak like this for the rest of the record, Larry. going to get your net head in. This podcast has been recorded in a park somewhere. Mm. <laughs> you know what though, Sally? You know, with um, previous drinks that we've had, oh, God, sorry. I think I'm going to really enjoy this. <laughs> I, I don't think you've got you much would. choice when you've spent nine ninety nine on a bottle. You're like, I am going to enjoy this. Was that oh, yeah. I, I Down, went to yeah. some dodgy establishment in the Halifax area where it was a cash-only place and there was a lady of the night doing some trade with the um, shopkeeper, uh, so which I interrupted. Mine was like seven quid and I got a free pregnancy test where I thought it was great. (laughs) I'll tell you where I got mine from. Because Lou messaged me to tell me where she got hers from. So that was good because that meant I didn't have a wasted trip around good establishments. I went Mm. straight down. I'll tell you where I got it from, Larry. There's a a sort of street in Bristol fondly known by the locals as Crack Alley. In fact, so fondly known as Crack Alley that a BBC documentary was made about that street. Three parts about all the drugs that are sold down there. Top of that street... Little off license. That's where the Buckfast was sold. <laughs> well, I'm only thinking if anybody's listening to this podcast who's not seen what Lou and Sally look like, look at them and imagine them in these scenarios. Going, Excuse me, do you sell Buckfast? Exactly. Do you know what? I just said to uh, Sally before we recorded, I said I went to this shop and I've been around about four or five different places to try and find it. And then when I went in the the lady of the night's establishment with the dodgy shopkeeper i said do you hello do you sell buckfast and and the bloke went yeah and and then i went i fist pumped i went yes and then he burst out laughing as if to say why is this middle class woman in a vegan knitted hat duffel coat Fist pumping for Buckfast. It was like I was just breaking free at one o'clock in the afternoon. Did he, kind of lean under, did he lean under the counter and then take up like a suitcase and blow dust off it? <laughs> Open it in front of you. <laughs> they looked genuinely surprised when I mm. walked into mine. But then when I asked for it, he just went, yeah. 
yeah, we've got that. Like as if to say, why are you asking for it? And then I just, well, I messaged Luke, you know, cut to Sally really enjoys it, loses her home, her job, her friends <laughs> and lives on Crack Alley. Do you know just what? To get this, is, fast. this is a really sick uh, drink that I think I've run out of hair dye and times are hard. I reckon if I steeped my hair in this, I'd, I'd be able to dye it. It's um, do it, do I've it, got that pink tea. Yeah, Larian. I can't Go believe on. they put the word wine in this. Though. I know. Can you? But is it a wine, Which, Larry? Are there grapes involved? Uh, Red wine based, apparently. Red wine based, oh. apparently. Oh, uh, I know why Larry's chosen this drink because there's a it picture of like grapes on the front. It looks like hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> Larry and I shared a house together in Australia last year, which is where we should be right now, and um, I had to. I had to not only live with Larry, but I had to live with his piles as well. It was like we had a full house. It was like a multiple house of of occupants. It was just Larry and the the twins and the triplets. I, know, I love how you talk about my hemorrhoids as if they're my kids. Like just well, you take them everywhere with you. I had I had piles once. <laughs> oh, so I can't come out. It's another reason why I can't come out as well. Oh, sorry guys, can't come out tonight. Got the, got the piles. I've yeah. had them. I got them in. You know how people come back from Glastonbury with sort of sparkly headdresses and stuff like that. I came back with piles, <laughs> and I was walking walking down the street, and my boyfriend. I was watching people, and I was kind of because I was in so much pain, and my boyfriend went, "You're watching those people jealous, aren't you?" Because I was like, "How can they just walk normally? When they how, how um, can they, how are they not in pain?" Well, if it's you, strange. I've got myself in a strange situation though because I've talked about it on stage, and now. I've got people private messaging me going, I don't want to go to the doctor about it, but I've got them. Can you give me advice on how to... But I'm like, <laughs> well, if I'm doing material on it, that I've got it, it, clearly I'm not very good at getting rid of them. <laughs> oh, so since when were you medically trained? <laughs> oh, no. I'd be like the worst person. I'd be the worst at being a doctor. I'd just be like, oh, you got a hemorrhoid? He's like, that's a hemorrhoid. This is a hemorrhoid. <laughs> <laughs> Try some bug fast. That'll get you through it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like embarrassing bodies with Larry Dean, isn't it? I'd love just, to do that. I know you would. What, um, to be a patient or to be the doctor? Uh, to be honest, both. But I think being, a, <laughs> being the doctor must be brilliant. It must be so funny. It's, oh. it's, I know it's cruel, but sometimes you just kind of go, well, you know, it's, as long as it's not contagious, it's funny. <laughs> what would you go on with, though? Well, his uh, ass. Oh, oh God. God. Yeah. That used to talk to me in the night. He'd be fast asleep, but I'd hear his ass in the middle. I'd think, oh my God, the house is haunted. No, no, it's just Percy and Pete shouting at me across the bloody hallway. I love, yeah, I love how you're putting coaches. this onto Larry when you know yes, you're exactly the same, Luke. Yes, I've, yes, I, I am. Larry, mate, I'm with you. I've, I've, I've shared rooms with Lou it's not it's not the picture that she's painting is it really it's not like she's lying there demure she's grinding her bloody teeth spitting her gum shield across the across the room oh Sally I've eaten nine now in lockdown I've eaten nine gum shields it's not good oh god sleeping in the same room as Lou is like having a nightlight because her eyes are open all the time and she's upside down (laughs) marry me marry me Although Lou is the first girl since um, back in my uh, bisexual days that I've shared a bed with, not in a sexual way, but we had to share a bed to sleep. And um, it was like a fucking, it was like a little sleepover. It was just like, oh, it was, wasn't it? And then you laid there, you, you, you laid 
like on your back with your head. We'd been for a few beers. This was in Melbourne. This was a couple of days before we were deciding whether to leave Australia or not before the lockdown. And both of us were deciding whether we could accidentally get stuck in Australia. And then we'd been out for a few beers and then Larry laid there like a sleeping policeman in the bed (laughs) with that look of fear in his eyes, like I was going to touch him. And he did not move for the entire eight hours we were in that bed. And he, he, I thought he was dead. I have never, I've never seen anything like it. The man can sleep just with his eyes open, like alert, but dead. But gets a good full eight I saw the figures at the bottom of the bed. It was Jesus and God going, come yeah. on, mate, now's your chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, um, you like a beer, don't you, Larry? Or, or, but like when we were in um, the Australia, you were more of a spirit man. What's your tipple of choice other than the Buckfast? Uh, well, usually my drink of choice is uh, vodka, lime and soda. Oh, another one. We've spoken to one of you before, haven't we? Mm. Somebody that, else was mm. a vodka, lime and soda. Yeah, one of you. We put them in. We, we just put them in categories at, at our bar. Yeah. We'll be with the vodka, yeah. lime and soda. It's a nice drink. Though. What do they call it? Skinny vodka or something, don't they? Skinny that's bitch. The, skinny bitch. Is that what it's like? Aye, fondly known? That's what usually people have called it, skinny bitch. I like a lager, but then at the, the day after, I feel like uh, you feel like 200 stone the day after. Um, but at least with uh, vodka lemon soda, you're still staying a bit hydrated as well. Yeah, you jump out of bed, happy as, don't you, the next oh, day? Oh, yeah, really Lighter. too. And, uh, no. On the scales, oh, still only nine stone. Although I'm just, I'm not a huge drinker of like, I'll, I'll drink, but then uh, it's when, when it's not like a festival or whatever like that, because me and Lou went a wee bit mad in Perth last year because I was a bit like, oh, uh, I got broken up last time I was in Australia, so let's just go mad and have a party time. But usually I only drink like maybe once every few weeks and I'll just go go for it oh you're one of them you're like on or not on you're, there's yeah. nothing in between if you're drinking this is the you're first drinking. alcohol I've had in a month oh I wish oh. I was you I can't well, drink I lockdown I find sitting down in the house the worst place to drink because I'm a bit like well I'm pissed and there's nowhere to go bed and just to bed yeah why not all have a dance in the garden what's the point of getting pissed though unless you can like do something naughty <sighs> Listen, Larry, get FaceTime yourself a disco roulette. ball. FaceTime roulette. Get yourself a disco ball and have yourself a living room disco. It's the best fun. And then That's you can got, teach you've yourself. You've not been to my kitchen to... yet. You've not seen I've my not kitchen. been to your flat yet. You've not let oh, me in. You've let me in the flat with a haunted the haunted flat which is your mum and dad's flat Larry lives in Larry's parents have got a ghost in their flat of a small child. Um, is it or really? it could be yeah, oh. yes, yes. Well, what's, what's, what's the child? What's the, oh, what's the what's the ghost child done? Oh, basically, um, <laughs> 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 uh, basically, the, the, uh, the in the other flat we had this. Uh, it, I took a picture, and well, basically I was taking a video, and then I saw a bit in the video, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And then I screenshotted it, and there's this wee girl. And then we'd been having really creepy stuff happen before, such as uh, in bed, you just all of a sudden start hearing scratching at the bottom of the bed. That's me Ooh. under the bed. Please, <laughs> marry me, marry, marry me, Larry. <laughs> and then uh, we, uh, Nick had, um, like, was like, oh, I don't know where my uh, my ring is, like the one for his finger. Um, and, Lou's uh, got it stolen. 
Yeah, and, and, and mine's covered in hemorrhoids. Um, but the, <laughs> so he was looking for the ring. Uh, his, his finger. What? This is the only podcast I've ever had to be specific about a ring, by the way, because I could just what? see Lou going, there's a sex joke here somewhere. No, um, I'm a different woman now. She's not. Mm-hmm. She's not. Tell us. Sorry, Larry. We're, we're butting in. Um, he was looking for his ring, and then the ring fell off. <gasps> the side of like um, the fireplace mm-hmm. and he was like well I mean of all but it's like a gust of wind is not going to push a ring off off a fireplace to be but- fair Larry your ass is quite putrid <laughs> uh, you've got some power behind it if you pumped in your living room maybe you pumped so hard the hemorrhoid just pushed the ring off yeah. it popped out and pushed <laughs> the ring off <laughs> No, that's not what they do. When I get angry, my hemorrhoids come out and turn into wings, and then I turn into some kind of creature. Like, <laughs> Fly. When, what about when, some? Oh, what no, about um, some good drunk? St- I mean, you must have some drunk stories on Buckfast. Have you got drunk stories on Buckfast at all? Have you been? <coughs> I mean, people must get drunk on this. That's the only reason to drink it, surely, to get to um, a state of yeah. People when people get really pissed on it, it's it's for the chavs of Glasgow that tend to have it. I don't usually have it. Like my drunk stories tend to be more. <laughs> Uh, it's always like I've had a lager and then some other substance that doesn't go in the same orifice. Um, but the only ones I remember recently was because uh, it came up on Instagram stories. Was uh, I was out in Dubai and we went to a place that you could drink, and I went there with Tom Stade. Oh, oh already, man. already, yeah, Jesus, recipe's exactly. a disaster, isn't it? Um, and he was going, hey, man, let's get you some boy pussy tonight. <laughs> and um, <laughs> in the, and I was trying to, if anybody's seen Tom before who's listening, imagine trying to keep up drinking with him. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll be fine. I'm just going to keep drinking. Whatever he drinks, I'll drink the same thing. Um, and much of the, the night is a kind of blur. I remember that we were on the phone to Kasabian for a bit. Because hey? he knows them. Yeah, do. yeah. No idea. No idea what we said. I might have made a tear myself. That's all I remember from it. What? What can you drink in Dubai? And is it expensive? Oh, it's fucking extortionate. The trick is though is just basically find yourself somebody who has. Dubai is just fucking filled with people who've got low self worth and are just determined to like to show off that they've got money because they've got no friends. So find one of them and okay. buy you loads of drink to show off oh, that they've great. got money. And what is there like a local tipple in Dubai? Like in Brighton, there's like that Tuwaka, isn't it? Have you tried that? Tuwaka, it's always what's, delightful. What's a it's, like a, it's like a toffee vodka, I think, Tuwaka. So there's like a local, like with Somerset cider, Dubai is... They make it in Cornwall, don't they? They call it Todka there, though. Much more oh, simple. They? Yeah, Todka. But, but what is the tipple of du- Dubai for uh, expats? What do they drink? Everything. No. No, Same as here, no I reckon. Idea. Champagne. I think because everywhere I went I had no people who were actually from Dubai. Like it was all like expats, as you yeah. call them. But uh, yeah, it's also I've been offered drugs and stuff as well. But it's not even it's not worth the risk. No, I mean to be honest, being being me, I can get stoned in Dubai without even having any drugs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How all I do is kiss a man and I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> What's the most Scottish drink you've ever drunk apart from Buckfast? Do you Buckfast like whis- would you with like whiskey? Iron Brew? I've been googling. Sorry. Uh, so it doesn't uh, alcoholic or just uh, any? Oh, any. 
Yeah, oh, well, do brew. both. Do both. Iron brew. Oh, you love okay, that. Okay, so iron you? brew. I usually have iron brew before a gig. Um, it kind of gets me in a bit of a What's high the sort of flavour of iron brew? I always imagine it's a bit like Lucasade. Is bubble it? gum? It's like bubble gum, isn't it? It's so difficult to describe, isn't it? It's like trying to describe a colour. Um, well, it's, it's orange. No, but it's like trying to describe a colour because describe the colour orange. Uh, well, it's orange, isn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, sort of like same same colour as the label of Buckfast, weirdly. Hmm. Pretty much, yeah. And it's, yeah. it's kind of like ties all Lucasade, bubblegum. Yeah. Oh. Um, it's just belter. Yeah, really I good. used to get off. Yeah, it's right, belter. Ooh, <laughs> you're, what's that you used to say to me? Oh, you're, you're, oh, you've done your fudding or whatever. What was it? I can't remember. Doing my knotting. Yeah. That's just no, someone's what's, pissing you off. Oh, you're, you're, ooh, you're... It depends. What was I talking about? I don't know. I can't remember anything, Larry. You don't know what I'm ever talking about, do you? When we were in Australia last year, I didn't sleep properly uh, for a lot of our trip to Australia because Larry, at every given opportunity, hid and jumped out of me and scared me. You you just said jumped out of you. Just by yourself. You've not seen Lou Conroon before. She is a birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> he jumped out at me at every given opportunity. And I got to the point where I was so tired on occasions where I was like <laughs> in rooms where I didn't even know whether he was there or not. And I would just be, I'd look through the crack of the door or I'd look under the bed every night before I went to sleep, look through my clothes or I was so paranoid. And there was just every opportunity he'd jump out and scare me. And I, I, I you know, oh yeah, I'll play the game. But after a while I was like, I've got to stop this. This is, this is just, oh my, my nerves were like that. I was on pins, mate. I was on pins. Oh, oh all right. So I've gone from feeling guilty to like yeah you won basically you won Gary and Gary Larry Who's Gary I don't God, know Larry used, and Barry that's Who's what people going? called me in uni my mates in uni used to call me Gary because he said well it's short for gay Larry um, are you gay Larry no I don't know I've never talked about it before oh my god um, this makes I'm so, so much proud sense. of myself that I freaked you out I'm so proud just towards the end when we were really tired of the festival and it was just towards the end, I was just like, I just, even when you left, on the day you left, I, um, I somebody had given us a bottle of wine or something and I, and I had it in the kitchen and after he left, I just sort of like had a glass of wine and I thought, he's not gone. He's told me that he's, he's told me that he's going, he's getting in a taxi and he's leaving at seven, eight o'clock in the morning, but he's not left. I know he's here. I went through the, every room in that tiny house. All right, two rooms. And uh, and he wasn't there, but I was c- completely paranoid that at any minute he was going to jump out at me. I think it's, oh, I feel like yeah. I'm a therapist now. I feel like I'm intervening between... Like, I'm yeah. just going to have some buck I'm going to talk you both better. through this and make yeah. sure it's all all right. Relationship counselling for us, please. I feel Sally. like I'm. I feel like I'm doing this now, and also the way oh. the way the screen is, I'm on top of you two. I don't know how how your screens are on Zoom, but I'm I'm above you, looking of down. Of course you are, Sally, because oh, that's yeah. your outlook on life. <laughs> looking down on the oh. on Larry, Sally, down there. and then there's a horse, and then there's the rest of us. 
1800s, what would Sally have been? I'd have been downstairs, obviously. I'd have been a scullery maid or something. But Sally would, I would have, have been... Do you know what? I'd have probably been oh. down there, but really just so resentful and keep trying to get upstairs and keep like pretending that I belong up there. And you'd be quite happy, Lou, down there. You'd be like having a lovely time with like your tits all like, you know, like buxom and just like... Yeah. Right, and, and probably having it off with the Lord. You know, in Probably. the in the scullery, because he's would Larry be the Lord? I don't know if you're talking about medieval things or, or like you know the third class of the Titanic. <laughs> I think that I think it's that more than the medieval times. Actually, I don't really know. Just back then, sometimes just back then before the 1970s. We're talking. Well, I don't know. I'd I'd say because I, I remember that I gigged with you. Oh God, I'm even slowing my speech now. I'm getting a bit pissed. I remember I've not had anything to eat, and I'm Excellent. fucking. Oh, Keep drinking. I'm not drinking a month. Um, I remember when we gigged together um, Bath, uh, Sammy, and I remembered a joke that you told a new material and I was like, I love that joke, it's so funny. And you were like, I can't remember ever doing that joke. Oh, I still can't remember. You still can't remember it? The the one when you said, um, a lot of you probably think I'm posh, but I actually grew up on an estate. It'd been in my family for generations. That's not my joke. That's Miles Jupp's joke, isn't it? Well, you did Miles Jupp's joke. I know. Well, I hope <laughs> that is a Miles Jupp. You did Miles Jupp. Born on an estate. You, maybe, sh- there was inter- maybe there was um, some toing and froing with the audience at that point, mm. probably knowing my interactive skills. Are you no, not I'm getting a- Sally confused with Miles Jupp? Because oh, there is always no, that, yeah. Because yeah, maybe, sh- I've, maybe what's happened is I've misworded it. Because at the same time, the amount of jokes that you'll have of Miles Jupp has got a posh or like proper accent, and so do you. And proper, obviously proper you have accent. proper proper accent, but the amount of you'll have it's one of those things you have to comment on because obviously you're using your mouth when you talk, <laughs> so people are obviously going to go. I, does she know she talks like that? I do have jokes about classes, but at the moment I can't remember any of them because I haven't done a gig and I don't know how long that I'd have. Do to you think Sally's posh? Hi, am I posh? Hmm. No, you 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 seem more like the family went bankrupt, and now that's how you ended up in this day. <laughs> because oh. uh, I think you come across that you used to be posh. Me, aye, me. <laughs> Just even me. that, me. Oh, I am... But then I met your parents, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that voice yeah. came from. From Lou, <laughs> we didn't even grow up that far apart, though, did we, Lou? No, really? well, I was... you went to a really good school, and I went to some sort of building with shrapnel yeah, but kids. Still, in it. I wasn't the poshest at the school. I can tell you. Anyway, do you think I'm posh? You've got a lovely yeah, voice. You are a posh Glaswegian, but then I know it's weird because most well people think do, I'm not. Since you're a Glasgow or a Scottish accent, they go. Oh, you must be walking class. But I'm a bit like, no, I grew up in a semi-detached house in a nice part of Glasgow. It's like, and you're drinking Buckfast just for the irony. Oh, oh yeah, God, I'm like, I'm just... like one of those new scheme people. God, um, but just because you uh... might get a role, you might get a part, mightn't you, where you have to play one. So it's yeah. worth oh, just doing a bit of research. Mate. No, I mean, it's never, never going to happen. Can you mix get... this with anything? Milk. Then? I've, I've googled milk. Really? Yeah. Mix it with milk. Apparently. Are you going to do that now? Why not? Uh, Why not? Buckfast and actually, hold to on. Be honest, do you it's think, oat milk. Can, can we just go two minutes back? Do you think Sally's yeah. posh? And she goes, Yeah, you can mix it with milk. And she's <laughs> taking out oat milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying not to drink as much dairy. I don't know why. I'm just really swept up because I'm quite happy with dairy, but I thought maybe I should cut it out a little bit. I don't know. Anyway, let's have oh, a go. No, you should. Oh, it looks I, like I'm dairy anyway. That was fucking rough. I'll tell you why. <laughs> Ugh. Do you know why it's rough? Why? It's because it's oat milk. You can taste the oat milk. You can't have oat, like, you don't drink oat milk, do you? You put it in your porridge or in your 
coffee. Don't drink it like that. I should have got myself some proper dairy. Yeah, does it taste... I think it probably should taste like that Nesquik um, milkshake type thing. Please don't be sick on there. No, it makes me want to vomit. Honestly, I can't go near it again. That's going over there. Oh, Sally, but you you actually did it. If you want non-dairy milk, here's a drink recommendation I can give. Uh, Barista coconut milk. You can get it in Ice Dice, Bellwell. Do you? Great, thanks. All right, thanks. All there right. you go. So, there, that's what you wanted from your uh, Spit or Swallow podcast. What's dairy-free alternative can we go for, Larry? Yeah, that really is sitting, uh, sitting in my chest, that is. That Larry is lactose intolerant, another thing I had fun with in Australia. Yeah. Anyway. It's all um, to do with my arse, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it really is. It's because I'm obsessed with your peachy little bottom, Larry. Always. You can also put Buckfast with WKD and it can be called a Jakey Vimto. I've done some research. Oh, like Instead it. of a cheeky Vimto, you replace the port with the Buckfast. I haven't tried it. I haven't got any Vimto with me, or, or WKD for that matter. But you can also, this is one for you, Larry, you can do Buckfast with Iron Brew. <gasps> oh, don't know what the God, name of that mean, is. You wouldn't sleep for a week. No, you wouldn't, would you? Well, that Because I all day, I talked to my uh, boyfriend about uh, this podcast I said I'll just you know maybe a wee bit uh, past later on and he was like what are you drinking and he goes and I'm like Buckfast and he was like you've got ADHD and you're going to put all that sugar and all that alcohol in you you're going to be a fucking nightmare for the rest of the night and I was like yeah, <laughs> it's like babysitting someone's kids, isn't it? And giving them loads of sweets and winding them up and then giving them back. And you're, uh, you're, I'm sure your boyfriend will be delighted with this. He's doing it. Oh, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna be absolutely fuming because also I didn't have uh, Rettling this afternoon, especially because I thought, well, I'm talking to Lou. She's on my, she's on my ADHD level, so I won't have any Rettling. <laughs> you and Lou are getting married. Yeah, right. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. What drink will you have on your tables if it's not Buckfast? Well, I love the way Lou's answering this genuinely and, no no you can answer it but I love the way you're taking you're like oh god it's a damn good question because we've really got to think this through Larry um, um, go on what would, would okay you can have a, you have a drink each then on your tables I don't know I'm assuming if, if, if I'm marrying Lou I'm, I'm assuming my drink's spiked uh, <laughs> <laughs> one day you will be mine <laughs> You like a Prosecco, don't you? Oh, mate, that was my second choice for this podcast. I love a Prosecco because when I said before about having um, vodka, lime and soda because it keeps you hydrated and you don't feel as bad the next day, when you have Prosecco, I hadn't had it until New Year's Eve on the, in 2018. I woke up the next morning and I sweated all the alcohol out of my system Bed was drenched, but the bed smelled of Nesquik cereal. And I thought, that is the drink for me. <laughs> I was really going with it, understanding it until you said yeah. about the Nesquik cereal. Nes- and I just went, oh, yeah, for fuck's sake, fine, absolutely. I'll have some ret- retinol in a second. Retinol? <laughs> ret- Ritalin. Retinol, isn't that what you kill rats with? Oh, no, that's rent to kill. Retinol is the thing you put in your skin for antioxidant to stop yourself from oh. aging. Um, oh, fuck what it, um, Bugfast and Prosecco together would taste like? I think that would taste... You like, um, you know, when you put um, Chambois in champagne for a Kia Royale? Yeah. This, this would be sort of like a Glasgow Royale, ruin, yeah. wouldn't it? Glasgow I would Royale do it in a kind of Jägerbomb style. Mm. I'd put the uh, Bugfast <laughs> in no, the shot no. and then Prosecco around that. We Are you try. a vomiter? Are you a vomiter, Larry? No, With but these. I love it. 
I actually, the feeling you get after vomiting is oh, the most kind of releasing. nicest feeling. Yeah, because you're just like, oh, I've just been through the worst thing you can do. It's yeah. like, well, you feel better. You just feel does better. Does this make don't any you? sense? Yeah. Do yeah. you know what, though? I am really going to go back on my decision that we should get married because the more we're talking <laughs> about this sort of thing, I, I'm, I'm sort of seeing you in a different light. And I, I, I think I had the best of you in, um, in Australia. Oh, now I, want, now I want to marry him. Oh, okay. Oh. Brilliant. It's moved over. So on our on our wedding tables, Larry, we are going to have. I think I'm going to have champagne. I mean, I like it more than prosecco. I love prosecco, I, but champagne definitely. And I think I'm going to vomit, so we're all good. Great. <laughs> well, Brilliant. I'll just drink and the I'll champagne. Just, I'll be in the You're, car park crying because yeah. you two are getting married, and I'm not. Well, you, you had your you had your moment. I you did. could have done. Or I'll be under the um, the head table, ready to scare you when. Uh, when uh, when you come and sit down and that. I'll jump out at You've you. You've not scared me proper yet? No, I've tried, but I'm just shit at it because I laugh and you always know I'm there. <laughs> I've got no element of surprise about me whatsoever. There's no feminine mysticary with me. And I, that was very difficult to say after... Are you both feeling a wee bit pissed with us? Oh, she's high, I can tell. She's, it's my gone to my face is getting redder and redder and my Deirdre Barlow neck is really warm, so... I keep drinking yeah. it because I'm being polite. You know you're not. You're just a pisshead, Sal. How much have you got left, girls? Because I've got like... Oh, my God. No, I've got I know, I've been keening it. Who do you love getting drunk with, Larry? I know you don't drink loads. There's, I've still got that much left. Lou. All right, that's answered. I know usually in a podcast when you have a question, you're just like, hey, we'll go with this for five story minutes. with it. But it's a really easy no. one. No, Do you know what, Larry, the first time I met, well, the first time properly I met Larry and we used to go out drinking together, he used to buy lots of vodka, lime and sodas and I don't like it, but I was having it because it was free. And uh, he tried to um, sign me up for lesbian mud wrestling. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Quite frequently. You um, would have done brilliantly in that. Yeah, that was like five yeah, weeks I, in a row. Oh, I'd but, love yeah, to was. see that. Not with me. Oh. I just, I definitely just watch and laugh a lot. And do you Even, know the, yeah. thing, the reason I didn't do it? I thought, oh, I haven't got my knee pads with me. <laughs> <laughs> you could have ordered some. <laughs> but you don't take your knee pads out with you when you're out getting Oh, I see. Bevid, I was there and then. And then it was a spontaneous thing. Lou, do the mud, lesbian mud wrestling. And I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Pr-. Just like, no, no, no. And then thinking, oh, I would do it. But you oh, should have went for no That was three years ago. But yeah. Can you remember the game... The, the first time we had to walk home together, well, I was pissed. What game did oh. we come up with that we had to do for the rest of the festival? Was it the, um, the, the like the talking trees and the, the talking lampposts and the, yeah, you can explain this, Larry, thank you. But you, it's, it was a game that we, when we decided that we were going to live together in Australia, we had to just, you have to work these things out very early on if you're going to be sharing a house with somebody for quite a long time. And it's right. the game of, can we fart in front of each other or not? Can't believe you even asked. Well, I had to make sure when Larry. have you asked? We've reached a middle ground, though. What we said was, it's not fair to hold that stuff in, but we don't want to think that each other have done it. So what we'll do is, if we need to, we have to blame it on another object. Mm-hmm. So if when we're walking home, we'd run up to a lamppost and push it, and then <laughs> you would fart, and you would be like, 
I can't believe this lamppost isn't drilled in properly. Like yeah. this is creaking. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. Have you ever heard trees talk, Sally? Well, they do quite a lot and they're quite vocal with it as well, aren't they, Larry? Does it sound yeah. like a fart? Yes, it does actually. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Well then well then I probably have. Yeah. And then that's that's progressed through lockdown. Whilst, you know, obviously a keen drinker through the lockdown and obviously Larry isn't. That progressed to me recording my farts and then sending them to Larry. <laughs> um, and then that developed into the game Who Wants to Be a Poolionaire? And then we used to try and send each other farts and then each other had to work out what we'd had for dinner. Once again, once again, I'm feeling like a therapist here <laughs> I, in this relationship counselling moment. That there's a possibility that, p- that the public will find out. Oh, that we this will be that was lockdown one. That was yeah, lockdown that was. one that we came up with that. Imagine what the <laughs> fuck is going to happen in lockdown three for God's sake, <laughs> Lou. This is a recording of me chopping off my arm. <laughs> God, I feel quite giddy. This stuff is... I'm it's strong, but it's made by the Benedictine right. monks. You know what they're like? hundred percent. I don't know if there's a lag on the online Zoom recording or whether or not it's me. Because <laughs> I'm like... Eh. Oh, it's all it's fitting fine, Larry. It's definitely you. Uh, tomorrow, oh, cool. when you've got your hangover, Larry, when you've got your hangover tomorrow, what, what are you oh. going to... How are you going to cure it? Food? What sort of... I mean, have you got, oh, like, have you got so the necessities my, in? My boyfriend's just moved in. And he is like a fucking chef. He's like amazing at cooking. Can I just say, Lou looked away then when you said my boyfriend's just (laughs) moved in. Lou just turned her head away. Sorry, he's an amazing chef. Yes. Oh, well done, Larry. What will he... Lou almost made him. Come up and meet him again. Larry's pissed. Mm -hmm. Uh, The irony is that his boyfriend is a really good chef, but Larry only ever eats, is it Cheerios? Cheerios and meal deals. Yeah, that's it. I love the way that you knew as well. Cheerios oh, no. and oh, I, know. I, I was at a I doctor today and um and banana bread. Banana bread is like the, the main source mm. of uh, calories. Uh, I was at a doctor today though, and I've lost like five, six pounds or I'm surprised in the, with your diet in the past few weeks. No, because I've been eating healthy. So oh. basically I've been eating more, the piles, but eating healthy. they'll have gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? It's like we're alien. Sort of, yeah, we're getting an insight into why you've got the piles now. Cheerios and meal deals. But now you've got a lovely chef in the house. He can make you lovely stuff. I think we're going to wrap this up in a minute, but I'm going to ask you... um, You speak for yourself. I'm having a lovely time. Larry, I I am going to ask you this final question. It's a beautiful Um, question. I know what's coming. It is a beautiful question. So you know the spittoon? You know, like, you'll know, your parents are really posh, so you'll have a spittoon in your house in St Andrews, right? What the fuck is a spittoon? It's the bucket you spit in. If you're when tasting, you're, when oh, you're tasting right, wine. wine, I only know mm. it from Drop Dead Fred. Bye. Ah, so um, who's so you've got like bits of wine in the bucket, all mixed up. Whose spittoon would you drink? Whose spittoon would I drink? Oh, mm. so basically, you're asking me what guy do I fancy enough that I would just be like, yeah, you can do whatever you want to me. Yep. Nick's yeah. not in, is he? he you can. can he, you can translate it however you want. Yeah, right? translate it however you want. Yeah, yeah, I would say, I would say, I would do, I would say Nick. But then I'm okay. thinking, well, not everybody on my on the podcast listing is going to know who Nick is. No, oh. so let's choose somebody else that's a bit more exciting than your lovely boyfriend. Nice. I was going to listen to my son. Think you're being serious. Um, Look at our faces, Larry. This is what happens at the end. We decide whether the drink you have brought to the spit or swallow bar is a spit or a swallow. So, 
Shall I go oh, first? No. Yes, go on oh, then. Yeah. It's a spit. Do you know, yeah, it's a spit from me, and this is a rare thing because I've had all sorts in my mouth, but it is a spit from me. Particularly with the milk. Sorry, Ooh. Larry. I mean, I know you look genuinely de- dejected, but Can I, mean, I come back? Yes. I'll bring something else. <laughs> I love this choice. The choice was great because I genuinely have never tried yeah. it before. So I love the choice. I mean, I'm not sure that it was worth the money, but I, I don't know what I'm going <laughs> to no, do with it now. Right. That's it. Exactly. And on that note, I think we're going to leave it there. <laughs> thank you Lovely. so much for joining us. We you love will you. marry me one day. Yeah. Love you very much. And thanks for joining us. Thank you. Awesome. Spit or Swallow is produced by Amanda Redman. If you want to get in touch with us about what you thought about the drinks that we've tried or recommendations of your own or you feel like sharing your worst drunken story with us, then please do. On Twitter and Insta, we are at Lou and Sally. Facebook and TikTok is Spit or Swallow Podcast or email us at Spit or Swallow Podcast 34, that's the numbers 34, at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, then please subscribe and leave us a review because this helps other people find us. And if you want to support the podcast, then go to www.patreon.com forward slash spit or swallow podcast where you can find some bonus content. Thanks to Acast for hosting us, but most of all, thanks to you lot for listening. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye. Bye.